Squally, not to freak you out, but I'm pretty sure there's someone standing behind your blind. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Why not. is he waving? Yeah, yeah no, it's the window's like, open, so it you, goes you, like... You should probably check. He no, fucking looked. He's like, you never know. I'm not fucking around. I'm like, first of all, I can see in my camera. <laughs> There's a 98% chance he's fucking with me, but, but that 2%. That 2%, I could be dead. Hey everybody, welcome to the Let's Get Gaming Podcast, your number one spot for video game news reviews, and even sometimes, once in a while, occasionally, we'll do interviews too. I'm your host, Patrick Dennehy. Joined with me tonight, we got the boys, they're back in town, starting with, but not limited to, Stefano Fontana. If I die, avenge me. Pasquale Galuzzo. Ahoy hoy. And Chris Montpetit. We're back in town, buddy. All right, let's, let's address... The elephant in the room early and just get it out of the way. This way we, you know, we don't have to keep bringing it up and making jokes about it. Uh, Stefano, you, you sound like shit. Yep, but I am committed wholeheartedly to this, this operation. Okay, mm-hmm. nothing could take me away. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. I, 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 could, I could hear the phlegm that you're gurgling in the back <laughs> of your throat there. And, and let me <laughs> say, it's adding... Worst. Hmm. Yeah. No, that would have been the worst description I've ever heard in my life. I'm just happy to see your dedication to, to the art that we're producing here more than anything else. And, uh, you yeah. know, I, all, I'm not going to say it, but I really wish, uh, you know, the other, the other people involved in the show would maybe you know, put in a little bit more effort to follow your lead. You're right. In fairness, there's really only you. one person that we're talking about. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just calling myself out. It's just, <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Well, hey, you know what? I'm glad you're here. Uh, but if you start grossing me out, I'm just going to kick you from the call. <laughs> lay those down. Anyway, boys, yeah. we have a, uh, we got a hell of a week, you know, it's, it's, it's been a week. A, it's been a week. We got a lot of news, not traditional news that we used to, that we're, you know, we're used to covering on this, on this show, if you mm-hmm. can call it that, but news nonetheless. And let me just say for all of, all of you at home, we're going to, for God's sake, we're going to be talking about it. But before we get into that. I want to ask you guys, what have you guys been playing this week? Pasquale, I know that you have a, a big announcement, one yeah. that uh, is going to you know, rock the core of our foundation here. Gonna rock, yeah. yeah. I finished Death Stranding, finally, mm. and I still don't know what the fuck that game is about. Okay. I would like to point out, before you carry on with your description of Death Stranding, that you finished Death Stranding and Horizon Forbidden West faster than you finished Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, yeah. Two games. You're, burning, you're burning through triple A's, dude. I'm burning through them. I what is catch going on here, buddy? What is going on? Yeah, somehow and he's found extra time to play video games, but not time to do other things. Yeah, I stopped yeah, doing animations that? for a little bit. Oh, well, that's sad. Don't yeah, go play your dreams. Pasquale, give us now that you've completed <laughs> Death Stranding, you know, 2018's yeah. banger. Uh, tell, tell us a little bit. I think it was 2018. I, I, I might be making that number up. Tell us a little bit about Death Stranding. What what did you like about it? What didn't you like about it? How did how did it hit home? I mean, it looks fantastic. Like it's 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 real life. You you have all these like well known actors in the game, and then it's just like they're they're them. But I'm going on the point we talked about a few weeks back. Where does it take you out of the game? Having characters in the game being modeled mm. after real people. Uh no, not really. Actually, after playing this, it kind of you still keep in it because the the story's there, 
yeah got its own thing so it's like a, you kind of start to forget about that eventually okay um but yeah so game looks fantastic the mechanics of the game are like it's pretty much a walk-in simulator for the most part but it's good they got extra like walking mechanics that you won't have in other games like you got to balance yourself and like the weight of everything you're carrying is on your back literally um i love how horrible that sounds <laughs> like if you were to tell me like and i'm not like you know i'm not trying to make fun i am but if you were to tell me oh, i'm playing this game you, you'll never guess what i every once in a while randomly like every couple minutes you'll lose your balance and you got to like correct yourself i'm like that sounds horrible yeah, it's it's worse in the beginning as you progress through the game and I find other things to like help you through. Mm. It gets easier just because you're not walking as much. Oh, okay. And, and Patrick, what, what, what would be the goal of this game? Would you is it to walk just across just across America? That's the goal yeah. of the game. Just yeah. how much just is Jeff walk? Bezos paying you to deliver these packages <laughs> <right>. across <laughs> the apocalyptic hellscape? Yeah, less than minimum wage for sure. Well, yeah, Jeff Bezos. I I feel like once the apocalypse hits, we don't have to worry about minimum wage, right? It's just like whatever. Like, do you want to survive? Cats. Do you want food? Yeah. Then yeah. You do it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, really, we should be thankful to society as it stands right now, because once that all goes away, nothing protecting any of us, really. Yeah. Lick mm. the boots of our overlords. That's yeah. what I'm here for. Hey, you know, here's your daily dose of existentialism from this video game podcast, and uh-huh. uh, you know, yeah. Pasquale, yeah. how did you feel about? Uh, Seeing Jeff Keeley, you know, right. I would there? argue. I would argue that Pasquale doesn't know who that is. <laughs> that, was it, like, that, face, that face was totally empty. He's like, he's like, should I tell him I don't know who it is? No, I'm not going to say anything. You ask. How pretend... do you feel about Jeff Keeley? Pasquale's like, oh shit. Okay, <laughs> I could, I could walk everyone through the thought process. No. As it no. developed on his face. Pasquale, tell me how close I am. Don't throw me under the bus like that. You have no Stefano, way. Stefano said a name. Immediately, you're like, shit, what character was that? And you went through every character in the game. Because I know you mm. have the mitomize in the back of your head. Sometimes. You went mm. through every character in the game. You're like, fuck, there was no character named Jeff Keighley. What do I do now? It's like, was it a side character? No, that's impossible. It might have been that's a side I, character. There's no way in hell that I, Pasquale, missed a side character in a video game. And then you realize, oh, shit, you brought up that there are characters based off of other real people. And you're like, shit, one of these characters is based off of a person named Jeff Keighley. Now, you, you face a decision at that point in time. Your decision was like, do I admit that I don't know who Jeff Keighley is? Or do I just say, yeah, no, it was cool. And then hope everyone drops it. But what you forgot, what you failed to remember is that I would stretch out that momentary moment of weakness into a two and a half minute bit. <laughs> We also forgot we could see him. That yeah, was the key difference. We could see, see his freaking face. out. <laughs> However, Squally, how did you feel about Jeff Keeley? Shut the fuck up for a second. <laughs> when this he, is the most. When, this is the most JoJo's bizarre adventure thing that I've ever seen. Next, you're gonna say. <laughs> when, when every character shows up in the game that's important. They actually have next to their their face like their actual name and then hmm. their name of in their name in the game. So it's like, I don't remember anybody being named Jeff Healy next to, like, a main <laughs> character's face. Let me provide you the link. Just hold on. Yeah, tell me, tell me I don't remember characters. All right, well, Pasquale, why don't you do, why you do some research? What's, what's next on your list of video games? I have started Spider-Man Miles Morales, which I am okay. already halfway through, pretty much, because that game is a, um, it's like a, a DLC, it feels like. 
It's a it's a shorter game, right? Yeah. It's 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 much more uh, compact than like you know the Spider Man. It's yeah. more Sony Spider Man. Yeah, one point five versus a it's, true sequel. Yeah, it's kind of like Lost Legacy, right? Like Uncharted's Lost Legacy, or yeah. yeah, it's it's definitely like you could put in a good couple hours there, and you could you know one hundred percent that game, no problem if that's something you wanted to do. But there's a reason why, like you know, it's not Spider Man Two. We're getting yeah. that next year or in two years from now. Who knows when that's next coming year, out? I think. Um, but yeah, you know, so um, that's also, a great game, dude. Yeah. Also, Steph, this guy, side character entirely. You barely see him. <laughs> I never said he wasn't a side character. I just said yeah. he was, he's a person that you should. He hosts Conan O'Brien in the game, but like, you know. He, he hosts press conferences or video games, really big name. He has a whole wow. press conference in the summer, Summer Games Fest. Jeff Listen Keely. to the podcast, writes in, user email, really? yeah. reviewed yeah. us on iTunes, you know, mm-hmm. friend of the show, Jeff We've Keely. definitely talked about him on the show. Mm-hmm. I figured yeah. at least the name would have triggered off in your brain, well, but I was wrong. That's why the name triggered. I'm like, wait. He is like the most consistent Biff host that we have on this show. He's been on like <laughs> over 17 episodes at this point. Yeah, oh, next we to just bring you up so often. Strangely, whenever you're not here, he's here. So I don't know. Maybe is Pasquale Jeff Keely? <laughs> Shit. Has, has it just been blown? You'll never know. All right. Well, I feel like we moked that for enough time. Uh, Chris, <laughs> tell me, tell me what you've been playing this this past week. So I just finished platinuming Digimon oh. Survive. Oh, congratulations! Yay. So I did the arduous task of playing the game four times. <laughs> so. mm, yeah. Damn. How you Damn. feeling about it? Give us give us your full no hold bars opinions on Digimon Survive now having done it. Uh I I think it is a fun little game. Hmm. There's some things I wish I would change about it. The 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 battle mechanics are repetitive and there's there is some features in the game that like it changes up the way the battle works. So there's like an escort mission. You literally only do it once. Yeah. It's the only time you do it. And yeah. then there's another one where you, you also get your ass handed to you the first time you try it. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I didn't lose a single match in that entire really? game. Yeah. No, okay. I, uh, I, I do this then. thing when I play video games where I accidentally grind the shit mm. out of a, a yeah. character. And then I realize that I don't need to because I was already like level 40 by the time I needed to get to chapter three. So like all the enemies are like 12. (laughs) I'm just obliterating. (laughs) So it wasn't too bad. Uh, But yeah, no, the I definitely like the storyline of the. um, The moral, the best. Uh, Yeah. And then the true ending, I think, like I mentioned last time we talked about this. a character I did not care about in the slightest becomes my favorite character. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's fun. How, I'm, gl- I'm glad you got through it. How long did it take you? Yeah. Oh, how long I don't even know how to check. Playthrough? So your original playthrough is going to take you the longest because you yeah. have to read everything. Um, I would say, I think the first playthrough must have taken me. At least eight hours. Well, it's not that bad, actually. Like the first time playing, and then yeah. you got to do the true ending, which adds an extra eight hours. <laughs> um, because then it, it opens up a whole new thing where you got to do more reading. Oh, um, 
plus then there's all the grinding and stuff like that so add on like another four hours plus i i there was like one day where i specifically played the same match over and over and over again trying to get one special digimon to to spawn so that i could get the mm, the full yeah. deck that sounds horrible <laughs> yeah um hell, baby yeah it's the things you do for a platinum trophy mm. and um then you have to do the other two storylines to get those trophies so that i i guess that would only take five hours i guess because um you can blaze through the first yeah six chapters without having to read anything new and then there's new text so then it takes longer but i think by the time i finished my last playthrough I did the uh, the raffle on last. Uh, by the time I got to that last playthrough, I didn't even care about reading this story anymore. I was just like, "Let's get <laughs> no, to you the just, end." You burn yourself out. Burn yeah. yourself out after a while with, with stuff yeah, like that. yeah. Like, I, like, I understand. Let's that. let's get to the end of the story. Let's let's just yeah. get this platinum and be done with this. Yeah, so it's probably uh, like a 30, 40 hour game altogether. More than that, I think. More Can you save scum it, or do you have to play front to back? You could save scum. Technically, yeah. Yeah, because the way it works when you get to the part of the game where you have to make your choice that changes the ending, it gives you two options. Your first one, you get different points depending on how you answer. You get, it gives you the one with the most points and the second points. Mm-hmm. So you could skip all the stuff up there because that doesn't change. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I wish I did that because it would have saved me a couple hours. I guess yeah. every every hour counts when you're doing that. Right? Every hour, y'all do. When it comes down to to grinding the trophies. Getting that trophy rank up, baby. Every hour is important. It's you know, an hour you go on the PlayStation Store, you pick up a shitty college uh, practice game for like a dollar fifty. Oh, don't get me started on those fucking games. They're like they're made by the Christian video game developers. They're just yeah. There you out, go. They're asset swaps. I did. I did run into one, right there. I did run into one weird glitch though, mm. where I was when I was trying to do my raffle ending, I somehow triggered the true ending even though i had like 10 affinity oh yeah which i still don't understand i don't know if it's because i didn't put any affinity into like any character Mm. and i'd answered two things that gave him affinity and that made him like my my most affinityed character and then it somehow triggered it even though it's supposed to be over 40 uh to 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 get that to happen but i don't know it's done. Yeah. To be fair, it's a, it's a good game if you like Digimon. If you don't like Digimon, I don't know, you probably won't like it, but buy it anyway so we get more <laughs> Digimon games. That's basically the world we're living in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, hey, congratulations on getting the Platinum. Uh, Stefano, what mm-hmm. have you been playing this last couple seven days? I've been playing more Deathloop. Mm. Um, that game is a masterclass in moment-to-moment gameplay. Really? It's fun. For the moment you pick up the controller, like it teaches you what to do pretty quickly and then it just like is like beat to beat to beat to beat just like a fun thing to do yeah my only have problem fixed, with it have they fixed some of the issues with it since well, i don't know i don't i didn't i didn't play at launch so i'm not sure what the issues were at launch uh there was issues with um <laughs> npcs like not reacting and you could literally just get away with kicking everyone and and oh no so yeah that that has it yeah we have that hasn't happened for me i wish that'd be really helpful (laughs) (laughs) um now that being said i got a gun pretty early that is like a silenced pistol 
and the moment I got that gun, it was like easy mode. Because <laughs> you get that gun, and then you get there's a power you can get that you can chain link groups of enemies. So like, what well, you do one of them does to all of them. So you just chain your enemies and headshot one of them, and they all die. Nice. It's it's super I, easy mode. I really want to. I, I I mean, I know it's like free. It's free on basically anything. If you yeah, you can just play. <laughs> yeah. So I'm you know I have no excuse to not check it out. Um, I think it'll be next on my list. Um, because I, I think I, you know I I think I gotta play it. I think you're really gonna like it because what I'm what I'm about to say is is gonna be the reason why you do like it. Mm. I hate the roguelike aspect of it. Oh, dude, I'm down then. Because <laughs> what you do is so like this is the mechanic in the game. Like you run through the timeline and then you get you gain. Uh, residual, which is like the currency, by killing enemies and scanning objects, and you can mm-hmm. add that residual points to objects to keep them on your in your uh, arsenal over time. Kind of take time them loops. back with you to the start of the time loop. Exactly. That's cool. That so See, like, I you can, like I thought you, no, hold on. I thought you liked roguelike games because you played Hades. Now. Yeah. No. That's. <laughs> no. You tell me it's, that it's, all it's, that good is, is now gone. I think it's just that, like. I don't know. Maybe it's just, it's just like I don't have enough as much time to play video games. So when I feel like a video game is making me do the same thing over and over again, which is like the point of a roguelike, so that you get better and like proceed through the game that way, I right. feel like it's wasting my time. Okay, well um, I take issues with that, but okay. <laughs> it sounds like you need to get better. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's not that I keep. Di- it's not that I'm dying. To be honest, it's actually it's not. I don't find it particularly challenging in that mm-hmm. way. Um, it's hard. There's some puzzles and stuff that like. You have to find them and then make sure you die and come back at a certain time because, like, there's right. four zones and then you can only go to those zones at certain times to complete certain parts of the puzzle. Would you say that this is a game that has like a definitive ending, or is it just like a, a traditional roguelike in the fashion of like you you got it now do it again? So there is a definitive ending, and that and in the Xbox version there's like a true ending, like a gold ending. If you can do all these tasks and get all the guns, there's like a perfect ending. Yeah. That's that's only in the Xbox version? No, I think it's in both. I'm not sure about that. I'd have to look into it. But it comes okay. with the Xbox version. I know that. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I think I think right. it's with the PlayStation version too, but it wasn't at launch. I think they added it later. Mm. All so, right. Well, that's that's not uncommon. Usually with roguelikes, they add in like a an ending, a true ending, a super ending, a real ending, and then like the ending, right? So yeah. Let's like, just, you played Isaac, you know. Oh God, but dude, don't even get me started. It's mm. but, it's, it's disgusting. I will say that, like I said, the moments when we gameplay is super fun, and so if you like that aspect of roguelikes where you get to like, you know, repeat levels and get new information and yeah. kind of solves puzzles and how to play, you're really gonna like it. Um, I'm gonna keep playing it just because I find that a the gameplay is fun enough, and I find that the characters, like the your character and the main antagonist, mm. so far at least, is very interesting. Arcane has this ability to make games that are in no way connected on a world level but you can like they have a visual footprint that is yeah. fingerprint that is so obvious like this is an arcane game through and through mm-hmm. they, and so they, like, they know what they're doing and they do it very well and you, you could tell when it's them yeah, yeah absolutely yeah that that fingerprint is is definitely there yeah so I, I highly recommend it especially if you like those kinds of games so like i definitely recommend it cool well I'll, I'll try to get around to playing this game that i have i have technically already paid for but unfortunately i'm just i'm still playing splatoon i, I, I <laughs> literally cannot get away from this game it's just it's so good i've just i've just been splooning for like what feels like a month now and i'm, I'm getting annoyed at myself because i don't really have anything else to talk about at this point that's a like, squid kid just, baby i'm just a squid well I'm, technically i'm an octo kid because uh you know i'm not gonna 
be a basic bitch and go with an inkling. I'm going to go with an octoling, obviously. All right, so no, the, no, uh, we're starting race wars over here. Yeah, okay. We've we've already touched upon the race war. Let's yeah. let's back things off a little bit, okay? But yeah, you know, I, I I am happy to say that a month in Splatoon three is just as endearing as the first day when I laid my dewy eyes on it all those thirty days ago. Um, and uh, you know, I'm looking forward to future updates in Splatoon. Whether it be in the form of Salmon Run, we got the big run coming up where apparently it's the apocalypse, like a literal apocalypse from like their version of the Bible. That'll probably be a Halloween event. And then you know what? We got, uh, you know, more stuff coming in for squids and kids. So buckle in, boys. Nintendo, Nintendo's been popping off. Let me just tell you that much. Oh, my God. They know what they're Speaking doing. Speaking of Nintendo popping off. I, I, I mean, unless you guys have anything you want to talk about now, I, I think we have to get into the news. Mm-hmm. All right. News time. Talk about news. Boom Stinger. Well, today, October 6th, is the day that uh, was written down in, you know, in the annals of history. Hmm. We got our first official teaser trailer for the Illumination and Nintendo cinematic masterpiece, the Super Mario Brothers movie. We've all hold on. I swear to God, there's only one answer to this. We've we've all watched it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. With that, first opinions. How are we feeling about this? Jack Black is a god amongst men, <laughs> and we do not deserve him. Honestly, I'm pretty amped. I. Uh, they went very hard on like. First of all. The, the aesthetics of the movie. Beautiful. Yeah. All right. Let, let's just let's just get that out of the way. This it is looks, the best looking illumination. Bowser's floating ever. castle. Like the minute it it pulls onto the screen, mm. I was like, wow. Like that looks phenomenal. I I really like. I mean, f- first of all, we're talking about a teaser trailer, right? We got like thirty seconds of each character, if that, right? But like how they're establishing Bowser in this in this story, like he's an actual like he's a menace. And he, like, he literally just, I mean, there's no real way to say this kindly, right? Like, he just, like, eviscerated a species. (laughs) Like, those penguins are dead. He he did uh, to that penguin colony what we did to the penguin (laughs) baby in Super Mario 64. 100%. Just, oh, my God, that one baby is going to be the one survivor (laughs) of that attack, and he's going to come help Mario. (laughs) Uh, but I do agree. Jack Black as Bowser is so good. He's got Very like good. just the right amount of growl in his voice where you're like, yeah, that's that's the sound of a turtle lizard talking right now. Yeah. Like, I'm down when, for that, right? When he first like comes on and you hear him like do the growls like, oh, like Jack Black nailed this. Like, oh, yeah. Didn't need to even hear him talk like he nailed it's, right from the growl. It's weird yeah. listening to it. I didn't like if I didn't know it was Jack Black, I might not have picked up as Jack Black. Like, it's, I like, forgot. It doesn't sound like him though, like which is very interesting. Yeah, I really and we we if if the humor in this movie is similar to like that little gag with the Emperor Rabbit being like, "Do you fall back?" and the Bowser's like, "No, no, <laughs> no, we don't." And then just one shots their kingdom. Like I, I I don't know. I think it looks really great. Uh, like yeah, I think this is like Illumination's best looking visually movie because now they're back with nintendo money right and and for them to get the mario ip they have to earn it first and foremost right nintendo's been burned when it comes to movies in the past very much Um, so but i there is something that might connect this to the original sir 
Well, hold on. I, because I think it's, 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 it's an important thing to talk about because I, there is a connection here to the original movie where mm-hmm. we were wondering, like, what is this movie going to be? And this is an isekai movie. Is it an isekai or is this going to be an origin movie? Mario gets teleported to the Mushroom Kingdom. Because yeah. in, the, in the first scene, he's like, he's like, hey, where am I? Right? And we're like, oh, shit, this is the voice that Chris Pratt's going to do. <laughs> I, did I, was, from New York. I did notice it, it did sound a lot like Bob Hopkins' uh, Mario, or it's like the very Eastern uh, mm. New Yorker, like, yeah. New Jersey kind of like Italian, like, he, hey, whoa, where am I? I'm Mario. They better make a reference to Mario Mario. If they don't, I'll be really upset. <laughs> I mean, we, I mean, like when he gets like teleported to the mushroom kingdom, he's going to have to introduce himself as, you know, to Toad, right? Because that'll be his first point of contact in the new world. Toad's going to be like, what's your name? I'm Mario. Yeah. What's, what's your last name? Mario. (laughs) Just just Mario, Mario. How are we feeling? uh, So this is the first time everyone was wondering, okay, what, what is Mario going to sound like? And the answer is it's Chris Pratt with like a very slight Brooklyn accent. Yeah. Yes. How are we, how we feeling about it? That was the right call. I think so too. You couldn't go straight know. Chris Pratt because it'd be dumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you also you couldn't also go Sabi Mario. That'd be stupid too. Well, so. <laughs> I mean, like I I don't think we could listen to a whole movie of Charles Marnet, like bless his soul. Like yeah. he, he is Mario. But I don't think we could listen to like a okay, let's go. It's a me, Mario. I'm in here in the kingdom. <laughs> You know, like, like you couldn't listen to a whole movie of him talking like that without, like, wanting to jam something into your ear holes. Yeah. Like, because <laughs> Charles Martinet's voice works because Mario doesn't talk. Yeah. Yeah. And, it's and, and to be fair, you know, to be fair, Charles Martinet is also a very accomplished voice actor. Oh, for We're sure. Not, he's, I'm not he's saying... He's hacks. Yeah, he's... But, you know, but I, I do agree that the, the characterization of Mario that we all know from the video games... Uh, I would want to strangle him if he ever said more than three sentences at a time. You know, like it, it works because he doesn't talk. It's just there to give him a little bit of personality. It's not meant to be like, you know, oh, I'm coming to fight you, Bowser. And I've collected the seven crystal gems. And it's okay. like, okay, Mario. Like, can you imagine if, if Mario comes out like, what did you say to me, you little bitch? <laughs> I have a 700 confirmed kills. <laughs> <laughs> So, so right now the internet is like, okay, Jack Black killing it with Bowser, right? I think people are still divided on, on Chris Pratt um, mm-hmm. with the Mario, right? I think we only got like two and a half lines. So yeah, we don't we didn't, really get to get see like, what the performance is going to sound like. Um, how are you feeling about the way Mario looks in this one? There's, there's currently two major controversies with his design. Is it the nose thing? So throwing me off. There's something weird about the face, right? Yeah. And I think I think it's his eyes are a little bit smaller, and because of that, he has a lot more face. Yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. taken up. The inner the inner face is smaller. Yeah, but um, yeah, like because I even noticed like the nose isn't as bulbous. Yeah, the nose isn't as bulbous, right? I think he's got like a little bit more, he's got a little more chubbier cheeks than what mm-hmm. we're, we're used to seeing, and the eyes are smaller. So it just kind of like the proportions of the face are a little bit weird. I, like, honestly, I think that's, it's, it, 
I'm okay with it. And I think I'll be okay with it when I watch this movie because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to watch this movie. I don't give a shit if I'm surrounded by children when I'm watching this thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there is another major controversy about Mario's design that I think we owe to our community to talk about. What are they mad that he's thick? They're, they're, they're mad that he's not thick. Oh, they Mario, don't think he's thick enough. Mario has a Hank Hill ass. Oh. <laughs> there is nothing there. Hang on, now I gotta go back. They're saying, they're saying that Mario needs some junk in the trunk. Mario Hold on. Have you, ever worn a, have you ever worn overalls? They, oh, yeah, the, look. Overalls do not let you have any sort of ass. If you look at Mario's character model from the recent Mario game, Mario Odyssey, there is a reasonable, a, a proportionate, mind you, amount of cake. That has been completely erased in this Mario story. Yeah, I'm looking at the, the trailer right now where he's laying flat on the mushroom when he gets shot out at the yeah. beginning. There's nothing. He's 100% aerodynamic. <laughs> and you there's, think, there's zero wind resistance. And that makes sense since he's always... No, it doesn't. Well, since he's in the air. Like, I don't know. For his no, movement, see, the amount I don't, of movement he does... I don't like the stance you're taking on this, honestly. I, I feel like you're not upset enough about Mario's lack of ass. Oh, so no, we're no, thinking he needs the case, we're thinking but... that Mario needs some more like leg day. Like he needs he needs to be doing some more squats. All I'm saying is that the man goes by jump man. So, you know, if we're really going to be annoying here, he should exclusively be leg day. That is yeah. true actually. So I have an issue with this, but th- but that's besides the point, you know. Aside from that traumatic glimpse, we also get like a very small glimpse of Luigi, Charlie Day's Luigi yeah. running away from like a shit ton of dry bones. Because of course, mm-hmm. I, I really just hope that Luigi's whole character arc in the story is him just having a horrible time. <laughs> like I want him just to be traumatized. I didn't, really, I didn't really get a good look at, uh, you know, Luigi's design, but I think like he he's also suffering from like weird face proportions similar to Mario. So at least it's like, yeah, it's, you know, it's consistent. Yeah, that's fine. Um, but yeah, no, I th- like honestly, I think this movie looks gorgeous. Oh, for mm. sure. Yeah, it's it's you could really see Nintendo's like, you know, the Nintendo polish is all over this movie. Um, and I think that it'll do relatively well. When oh, it opens definitely. up, yeah, I think when it, it when it hits theaters next year, it might do okay. Yeah, 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 it'll be fine. I do, other than that, dude, I do think like this will a hundred percent be more of an origin story when it comes. To I think too. I think it is so as well, right? Because like, if this is going to be like an isekai where he just shows up, or where he is like literally a dude from Brooklyn who just <laughs> jumps into a pipe and ends up in the Mushroom Kingdom. And then they're like, yo, Bowser has a star. Like, we're going to die. And he's like, I guess I live here now. So this is my problem. <laughs> well, one of the uh, one of the character casting that we've seen is someone. I, oh, I'm sorry. I don't remember which actor is playing, mm. uh, but they're playing Spike. And it didn't really have like who, like what Spike they're talking about. But um, when they showed it, like, the, I think it was like the last uh like treehouse event or whatever it was uh they were listing off everyone who was listed and they had like little avatars underneath their names um the one that they had listed for spike wasn't like the green spike who throws out metal spiky balls yeah but it was actually spike who was the foreman from the game the wrecking crew which mario is also a part of so i think 
I think what we're going to see is this movie is going to start out as Mario and Luigi work for the wrecking crew, demolishing mm. buildings. Mm. And as they're demolishing buildings in probably New Donk City, uh, we're going to see this is going to be like a flashback to a giant ape kidnapping a beautiful Pauline. <laughs> Mario probably saving her. Uh, then somehow probably falling into a pipe, which lands him into the Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah. And uh, that's going to set off his adventure. And then it'll eventually come to the end where it's going to be like years pass and Cranky is, is no longer Donkey Kong. He is now Cranky Kong and Junior mm. has now taken the role as Donkey Kong. And that's when we that's get Seth Rogen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So um, I, have a, I have a question. Mm. One quick thing. Foreman Spike is voiced by Sebastian Maniscalco. Yes. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so well, there we my, go. Real, my real question is, do you think that it's going to do the typical like thing where it, it, when it starts out is the origin, they're human. And they get sucked in and become oh, cartoons. Like, like a like an actual physical person? No. If, if it's Chris Pratt dressed in overalls and, and a red shirt and a red hat. And Chris Pratt and Charlie Hulk. Day just sitting in like a construction like break room. <laughs> no. Sipping uh, this, coffee. This this won't be in like an Isekai Isekai. That'd like I, I, I so don't, funny. I hope they do. I don't, That'd be hilarious. I don't think I don't think this will qualify as, as an Isekai. I think it's just gonna be an alternate universe kind of yeah, I, I really, I, I do think that that's how it's going to start up, right? Mario, Luigi, they're somewhere, they get teleported, Mario gets to the Mushroom Kingdom, Luigi gets sent straight to hell because, you know, that's just his character flaw. That's his luck, yeah. Yeah, that's just how he is. He rolled right? a nat but one and... Exactly. Yeah. Sometimes life. it's just, you just gotta roll the bad ones, you know? Um, but I, I'm really excited to see, like, I'm uh, the one thing I was, like, I was making a point to listen out for was to see if they were going to do like a stupid pop cover of a favorite of like a famous song. Yeah. But instead it was just like rendition of Mario songs. So I'm like, I'm happy for that. Yeah. yeah. Because I really like, you know, I, do I want to see like a nice 20 second action sequence of Mario and Luigi, you know, fighting Goombas and, you know, mm-hmm. Troopas while like Britney Spears toxic is playing in the background. <laughs> yes. I want to see that. But maybe not here. You know, I could go to other websites for that. So my my thing is I'm assuming that the movie's probably gonna start out um probably with some narration. And by, I have a feeling by Charles that Martinet. By Charles Martinet. And it'll probably be like, um, oh, it's me, Mario. Oh, um, um. oh, excuse me. It's me, Mario. You know, that, I think that's how we're gonna start yeah. off this movie. Yeah, Mario's gonna break the fourth wall numerous times. Yeah, he's gonna look right into the right into the audience and be like, "It's Mario time." Well, speaking of breaking the fourth wall, have you guys seen the trailer for the Super Mario that someone programmed? But it's Chris Pratt it as like Mario playing in a three D uh, in a world of Mario right now. My dude, I thought you were gonna talk about the Deadpool three trailer. Oh no no no! no. We also just got relatively recently no i i meant like have you guys seen this video though it is like no, the funniest thing I I have. it is it is a fully rendered chris pratt wearing the mario costume That's running beautiful. through world one one from super mario bros th- uh yes i have seen this and it's yeah, glorious it's so funny it is a beautiful concept that everyone needs to enjoy right away yeah mm. 
So I, personally, I'm excited for the Mario movie. I think that's a general consensus, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think even if Chris Pratt's performance as Mario is, first of all, I'm 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 a fan of him not being like woohoo. <laughs> even if it falls a little bit flat, like Jack Black as Jack Black's performance as Bowser is enough for me to be like, I will sit through this movie. I don't care. Well, hey, gotta we, be honest though. We all knew that Jack Black was not going to be a problem in this. No, movie. he he was he he woke up and chose harmony. I am I am concerned. With one we character, st- we that still have yet. To, we still have yet to see anything from Princess Peach. Mm. Yeah, Seven. What's your concern? Toad. Right. Oh, you didn't. Uh, we heard Toad's voice though. Toad. I know. I'm concerned about it. Why? Toad I, sounds like Toad. Don't he sounds like a Toad. Hey! At least he, at least he's Why not like. Praise Keegan Michael Key. When you have a character like Keegan Michael Keys, there's a tendency to make him too funny. Oh, you think that you think they're gonna make him like over the top? Yeah, I like, think Toad should be funny. It actually would suit him. Yeah, I just can't I just... wait to see he plays every Toad. Yeah, that's what I want. <laughs> I just I don't want like a Transformers level like stupid dumb character that's funny. You know what I mean? Oh, like the little that's kind um, of racist, like the little toaster thing. <laughs> I think it's yeah. only racist if you make it racist. Yeah. You know, maybe yeah. you should stop. Transformers made it racist. I didn't okay. have to do that. They We're did not that. talking about Transformers. We're talking about potentially good movies also, right now. I think I noticed. I realized what's different about his face that's kind of throwing us off a little. Mm. His mustache should be a little wider outwards. Yeah, he, he looks a little bit and, like Jeff Keighley. <laughs> <laughs> and his eyebrows need to be more curved. Yeah. Yeah, it's just weird. It's just weird facial proportions with yeah. him, and and I'm sure it'll be fine. Like once we see the movie, like once we see it properly in action and animated with all the expressions and everything, you know, like I'm sure it'll be fine. I think the problem um, is it's, it's actual real proportions, not Super Mario proportions. Like, yeah, that's true. You can't have real proportions on a dude whose head makes up like like one third of his body height. You know, like that's <laughs> the. It just doesn't play out well with that. I mean, they um, did pretty well. Yeah, well, well, hey, man, look. But there's a, there's more to this. In the last couple of days, we also got a little bit of a, a news break that Nintendo acquired a animation studio that will eventually become Nintendo Pictures. Oh, Nintendo has there? acquired CG production company Dynamo Pictures and will rename it Nintendo Pictures. The company has officially announced earlier this week. The new subsidiary will focus on development of visual content utilizing Nintendo IP and the planning and production of visual content, including CG animation. So, companies, yeah, go ahead. This is probably like the most left field thing that we've seen because we've seen a lot of companies going in and buying other video game studios. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is probably one of the smartest things that Nintendo could have done. Yeah. Because this- they didn't just buy a studio, they bought animators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They so, bought the animators, the equipment. They bought they, all the years. They of bought that go and went they, behind they, it. They bought talent. Yeah, that is that is like the smartest thing, especially for like this company who's done stuff for like Persona yeah. Five and lots of other Death uh, Stranding, Death Stranding, Metroid, Metroid Other M. Yeah, like yeah. they've done animes, they've done uh, commercials, they've done yeah. like tons of stuff. This is small, like incredibly smart they they yeah. just took a giant talent pool and be like cool you now focus on nothing but nintendo so nintendo awesome. here's what you do you take half of them and you give them to game freak <laughs> and you do not let them see the outside air 
until <laughs> they make specific animations for every Pokemon. I feel like that's not asking too much in my That's opinion. only like what, like twenty animations for a thousand different Pokemon? I don't that's give a fun. shit. That's that's the Pokemon company's problem, okay? They <laughs> they keep making them, they have to pay the price, okay? It's true. They can't keep getting away with this. <laughs> um but yeah, so this acquisition comes as Nintendo is gearing up for the most significant cinematic release in years. The before mentioned animated movie based on the Super Mario Brothers franchise starring Chris Pratt. The film is currently scheduled to release in the spring next year. It was originally supposed to be coming out this December, but it got pushed back. So we're going to have to wait a little bit longer, but almost 30 years after the last major cinematic adaptation of the live-action Super Mario Brothers starring Bob, Bob Hoskins, um, the live-action adaptation for Detective Pikachu based on the Pokemon franchise was released in 2019. So we're getting more and more of these like Nintendo... I, I, you can make the argument... Pokemon isn't a Nintendo IP, even though it's not technically it the right kind argument. Of is, but... it's, it is, yeah. But we're getting more and more. And I think now with this uh, Nintendo Picture Studio that they're forming, we're going to be getting a lot more in the future. So the question I have for you guys here, what one Nintendo property do you want to see turned into a full-length featured movie? Star Fox. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I feel like that one would do very poorly. So Zelda. So there was supposed to We're be We're getting a Zelda. So yeah. there was supposed to be a Netflix exclusive Legend of Zelda series. And there was also going to yes. be a clay animation Star Fox. Yes. But someone at Netflix leaked out the information and Nintendo pulled every project. Yeah. Yeah. Nintendo That's I, what's I, I, for Nintendo Pictures now. Well, I mean, but that's the problem as well, right? Because like Nintendo, and and it it, it is a good thing. Nintendo is like stupid possessive over their IPs. Mm-hmm. They don't like anybody touching it, and oh, like the and the few times where they're like, okay, here you could you have the rights to this specific franchise with these specific characters. Don't fuck it up. And then if they, you know, if they come around for their like biweekly inspection and they see something going wrong, they're like, you just lost your privilege. Mm. Well, the thing. And, the thing that Nintendo had a problem with, especially with the original Super Mario Bros. movie, is that they gave like creative freedom to this team that tried to make a movie based off of a video game instead yeah. of making a movie that was entertaining. I think I, I don't even think that was a problem. I think it was just like they they had the rights to these. They used the characters' names and appearances. That was and it. Then that was it. Yeah, they're like yeah. It, like, it's like granted, granted, back in '93, there wasn't a lot fleshed out for no. for the Mario series, but that ain't that it. Mo- that movie was like if you gave someone mushrooms and said describe Super Mario Brothers, <laughs> that's the movie they made. Yeah, and to and be fair, mushrooms while making it. I, I I watch it. I enjoy it. I think it's. I think. I mean, like, I'm not gonna lie and say it's a good movie, but it's a movie. It's a movie. Yeah, <laughs> that is a thing. I think Star Fox is the right answer, but I would also like to see Metroid. Could be cool. Metroid, yeah. Mm. Um, I'd I'd love to see a eight and a half hour long series of nothing but Animal Crossing, where like <laughs> to there, be there's, honest, there's no villain. Other than capitalism, I would I would say I would watch a slice of life anime about Animal Crossing. Yeah, or or even a slice of life anime uh, in the Metroid universe where Samus Aaron is constantly belittled by male superiors. 
Um, I think That's that goes life. over really well because I think, uh, you know, a lot of people enjoy that aspect of Metroid Other M. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, look. Uh, I think we, a Kirby uh, movie would be cute. Yeah. It'd be cute awesome until, the, until the third act. Yeah. When like God when he, bleeds open yeah. over the sky. And then yeah. this tiny little pink thing dis- destroys everything and then goes back to eating his cake. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I would love to watch a like if give it I don't care, man. Give it to Illumination. They clearly know what they're doing with and, and Kirby the Kirby aesthetic, I think, you know, is not that far from the Mario aesthetic. No, that would fit no. perfectly. I would love to see a, a Kirby movie. First act, he's missing his cake. Second act, he's going to get his friend. Third act, it's literal Satan from the Bible. <laughs> like and it you don't even like, that's all you need in a movie, you know? That's it's when his facial expression goes from like the dopey face to, to the angry eyebrows. <laughs> the and you're like, face, and yeah. you're like, you're like, oh, he means business. <laughs> Some of the warp star DDD. <laughs> we ride at dusk. <laughs> yeah, but he he doesn't do anything until the the demon like kicks over his table with cake on it, and he's like, oh fuck that. Yeah, <laughs> time like to kill another Eldritchian being. Well, we already know really we're care. getting a Donkey Kong movie. So are we? Yeah, they've already confirmed it. There's oh, one in the works. All right. Well, starring Seth Rogen. So. Oh yeah, no, they can't. I mean, Dude, they're they're building the Nintendo Cinematic Universe. Right oh, hundred percent. King K. Rule. We're getting a Super Who's Smash. Who's my King K. Rule? Oh, Jack Black. plays <laughs> <laughs> all the villains. Every single villain. Jack Black plays every character. Just replace him with everybody. Yeah. 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 That cartoon was fantastic Who's... in the '90s, though. So how could you beat that? You know. You would need an actor with a slight Australian twang to it. You know. <laughs> Really? Taika you know, Waititi. <laughs> that would be kind of funny. You but... know what? Honestly, Taika Waititi. Despite the fact that I absolutely hated Four Love Zealand. and Thunder, <laughs> I, I could see Taika Waititi pulling off a King K. Rule. I could also see Chris Hemsworth playing Donkey, but that's besides the point. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah. So hey, you buckle in, boys, because this time and in, in about ten years, we'll be talking about the Super Smash Brothers extended universe, um, the fall of Smash, and I, I look forward to that. Mm. You know who? But enough. I would. I would really oh. love to see his King K. role, but like, who? I don't think we could get that to happen nowadays. Someone who has long since died. I would imagine. He's, he's not. He's he's not the same as he used to be. But mm. Tim Curry. Who? Oh no! I yeah, would no. I would love like an in his prime Tim Curry to be King K. Roll. Ooh, you know what? Mel Gibson. <laughs> Mel Gibson should be King. King I mean, K. he's Roll. racist enough that you could. He's apologizing. Calling them damn dirty apes and mean it. So. <laughs> but he's right, he's Australian. Well. He's just Australian enough and evil enough. He could do it. Yeah. Okay, well, let's uh, let's stop talking about things that bring us joy, and instead let's uh, get back to the root of the show and talking about uh, how Blizzard made people upset. Woo, again. Hey, boom stinger. I am so All right. sad. So this, Chris. Yeah. Overwatch 2. Yeah, that's a thing. All right. So we had a little bit of breaking news uh, a while back saying that Overwatch 2 will not only record your voice chat, but -hmm. also require a phone number in order to play the game. Now, since then, Blizzard has scrapped the phone number requirements for a majority of players, but apparently it will still be required one way or another. Um, Overwatch 2 right now is dealing with a lot of issues. 
you know, I think a lot of people right now are a little bit just just straight up upset that over the original Overwatch is dead. Mm -hmm. Um, but there's a lot going on behind the scenes that I don't think a lot of people are are too aware of, uh, unless you're like deep in the community. It there is a slew of problems that I've seen, like countless uh, posts on articles on Reddit. I've seen people just very upset i've seen quite a few videos talking about it and like right now like as we are recording this podcast servers are down so that they can try and fix some of the problems that people are having yeah so some of the some of the common issues right now is like disconnecting from matches after waiting in a queue of forty thousand people to get in my god ridiculous absolutely Um, some people are loading into the game and assets are missing. So you will be playing and uh, character models will not have hair randomly. Pro, pro tip, by the way, for everybody who wants to get in. Once you get into the lobby, if you go into the, uh, to the microtransaction area, it, they won't kick you out if you have to go to the bathroom or something. Oh. So you won't get timed out of your queue. So if you go in there as if you're going to buy something, then you want to go take a piss. You, that's the time to do it. You know, usually when you're playing any online game that has a microtransaction store, that store is like the most sturdiest piece of code in the entire game. Well, yeah, because they got to get that. Nothing bad will happen dollar. to you there. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Overwatch 2 is facing like a lot of changes that are, you know, controversial. The most notable one is that they're dropping the player teams down to five per team. Which is causing like instead of the traditional six v six, which is causing a domino effect of balance tweaks and other changes that have to be taken into taken into consideration. Yeah, Um, tanks have gone through the biggest changes in Overwatch Two, which uh, changes made to make them more powerful since the new setup only has one tank per team. Because I guess there's also limits on what can be choosed based on what else is on your team. Because there's only five of you now, so it has to be even more streamlined. La, was it last year the year before they started this thing called role locking mm. so you could only have two tanks you could only have two healers you can only have two dps whereas when overwatch originally launched you could put whoever you wanted on your team like you could have yeah. you could have a tank like four t- uh, tanks on your team and then one healer and then one dps and you could roll like a whole thing like that like we uh when I played, we did a whole match uh, where we all played healers, and it was like the funniest thing because they weren't <laughs> expecting it. Right. So, <laughs> so aside from the core changes to the gameplay that people are are still trying to you know swallow that pill, mm-hmm. um, the changes that we are going to be talking about now come in the way of Blizzard's attempt to tackle to tackle its own security. Um, with the launch of Overwatch 2, Blizzard is implementing SMS Protect to help verify the ownership of any given Battle.net account. Mm-hmm. This means that players much, must attach a phone number to the Battle.net account in order to play Overwatch 2 across PC and console. Phone numbers can only be used once, and players cannot have multiple accounts with the same phone number. Prepaid phones can't be used. Yeah. Those that own the box version of the original Overwatch will be required to add a phone number to keep playing once Overwatch 2 launches, which it has launched at this point. Blizzard's intention with this is to make it difficult for banned players to return to the game, as well as provide a failsafe in the unforeseen event of an account compromise. 
So I see what they're trying to do. This is the perfect definition of good idea, bad execution. Yeah. Yeah. You know, having a single, you know, let's just call it a key to an account to make everybody, you know, a, a comparable for what they're doing. Like if you're banned, you're banned type thing. I get that. That makes sense. And that's smart in this specific situation. However, this is the dumbest thing I think I've seen in the last, you know, at least three months. As a person who every day has to sign into Salesforce to do my work, and I require me to get my phone out and get a six-digit code to enter, yeah, it's fucking infuriating. Oh, yeah, that's the most so, annoying part of my day. See, this is this is the kind of stuff that makes me like happy that Nintendo is still like thirty years in the past, right? Because like I don't have to worry about any of this stuff, right? Their idea of a voice chat is a phone call, so like you know, like it's. <laughs> It's, it's beautiful. Get your um, dial-up phone. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, but see, there's more. The phone number requirements will be in Overwatch 2 at launch. Some point after launch, Blizzard will also be introducing audio transcriptions. This will yeah. allow Blizzard to collect, uh, this is in quotes, to collect a temporary voice chat recording of a reported player and transcribe what they're saying through text-to-speech programs. This text is then analyzed by Blizzard's chat review tools to search for disruptive behavior. Blizzard had says that the, yeah, don't say naughty words, boys. Um, Blizzard has said that the audio recording will be deleted after the transcriptions, while the text file will be, will be deleted within 30 days. Blizzard stressed that voice chat data will not be stored long-term, and so players will need to report disputed voice chat behavior right away. Don't worry, it'll very quickly be sold to advertisers within days of you saying it. Can you imagine just the logs? Like, 30 days That's of, a lot. of people talking on this video game about what I have to assume is going to be the most rancid stuff oh. ever to be uttered by human mouth. Let me tell you, there is no toxic community like playing the competitive Overwatch community. This is how Blizzard writes a book. The second you pick a character someone does not agree works for the meta, you are berated and screamed at and told to change. doesn't matter that you paid for a game and want to play the way you want to play. No. Not even in quick play are you allowed to play a character you want to play. Yeah. It's, It's just insane. So let's let's talk about the idea here that this company is, you know, is going to be recording everything that you say while you're playing this game in a in a in a group chat. And those words will be stored in the Blizzard database for up to 30 days. How do we feel about that? It's not great. (laughs) I understand. Like, this is another thing. Great intention. Shitty implementation. I mean, is there is there any way to implement this at all in a way that doesn't seem like we're just getting one step closer to a George Orwellian society? See, uh, I I can understand if you have someone that's like shouting things at you for playing. Like, let's say you're playing vanities or whatever. Yeah, like let's say right now you're playing one of the new character, which is Sojourn. Okay, now if you get some person that's like, "Why are you playing this?" exploitive character here you should be playing i don't know mercy who's like a white blue-eyed haired girl right whatever so 
why are you playing as this whatever mm. put whatever what do you want to put here and then i can see someone reporting that and being like this is what this person is saying that then they can go and be like oh yeah like this is heinous you should be totally removed from our game we don't want you anymore see or if they're like well all he said was bitch like you know okay. like but in, in that scenario, how long will it take Blizzard to go through the archives to find where that person said that so that way they can verify and then ban the person if it was well, Assuming they have like a relatively decent way of storing this information, which I yeah. assume they do. It's, it's as simple as just finding the time and the lobby. And then that's so exactly. from, what I, from what I played Overwatch a few years ago, they had a system that was implemented that if you had like multiple flags on your account, like you were pretty much banned within like the hour. Mm-hmm. But I, so I'm wondering now, like what are the requirements for a ban? Right. Because like, this is the part where like people might disagree with me when I say this, but there's like literally nothing in terms of like hate speech in law. It doesn't exist. You could say whatever you want to whoever you want. You just have to understand that the person that you say these words to will probably react right right so like if you were to like you know you can call someone a little bitch on overwatch and they're like i'm gonna report you to blizzard and blizzard's like oh you said a bad word we're gonna terminate your account like i don't think that's gonna happen see the other thing too the other thing too is like what if you're not using the in-game chat then then you're also not i I think many people are going to not be using the in-game chat so anytime anytime i played i use the playstation chat like or you get some people that use discord because then that's just taking up something like extra bandwidth in your game you're just moving it elsewhere you're like allocating it right yeah so i think a few things about what you said pat um you're right the only thing about hate speech in law is if it incites violence against another group of people yeah right yeah and obviously calling someone a name doesn't incite violence but, but also, but also, law doesn't freedom of speech law isn't protected by a private company, and so if they decide to ban you, let's say it's against our terms of service, that's what it's going to come down. Does, to, it yeah. doesn't really matter if it's not technically against hate speech laws; it violates their terms of service. That's so I have to kick you out. Yeah, it's going to be like what is Blizzard's terms of well. service? So my my worry too is that something could be taken out of context. Hmm. So if they have like this system that's supposed to auto flag like specific things, right? Let's say I'm in chat and I'm complaining about someone at work. Yeah. And it just so happens that person has a similar sounding name or something like that. And this system auto flags me saying I'm saying something horrible about someone in the game when really I'm talking about like, stupid jay from work who's a fucking piece of shit and doesn't know how to do his job (laughs) yeah yeah it's it's just like a really like gross situation that they're kind of building and i i really just think it's going to come down to how are people reacting to it and i know right now well they're not reacting to it because nobody can play the game right now um but there's also a, a large swell of people that are like i don't have a phone number or like I use a prepaid phone from like Quick, uh, Cricket Wireless or something like yeah. that, and, and like so I can't play this game now because I don't have a phone. Or like there's you know, there's been some instances where people have had a phone that was originally a prepaid, so like it's locked to a number, right? And yeah. then 
they finish their con- like their term and then they take their phone and bring it to a carrier like let's say t-mobile or whatever you know yeah. virgin wireless or something like that they bring it to it and it still comes up as a prepaid so then blizzard goes sorry that you're can't help you and then when people have been like so what am i supposed to do blizzard just goes we'll get a new phone you get a new phone do you guys not have phones do you not have phones we've been over this when we talked about diablo immortal you need to have phones do you not have phones get a phone the iphone 14 literally just dropped it's 1400 dollars. buy one you poor bitch (laughs) i I think what's surprising to me is that it was activision that this this is something that would be very nintendo to me because they're so like protect the children, pearl clutchy. I, I genuinely like, I honestly kind of agree with you on that. Yeah, like, uh, I don't. I, think, I see where you're. I see where you're coming from. I don't think like, from an ideological even go that far because Nintendo won't even let you talk to anybody. Well, that's, well, that's yeah, yeah they, they go all the way far. They're like, just don't even do it. <laughs> you can't be trusted. No talking allowed. You have a phone. Um, good, delete it. <laughs> but what I think the one thing that I can kind of understand where they're coming from is that the aesthetic of Overwatch. Is like a Pixar movie. And so fans of Overwatch, some of them are children. Hmm. And so in their mind, they're like, we must protect the children. Chris, do you know what, uh, what, is, what is Overwatch rated? M for mature. Hmm. So therefore, there are no children. Is it the play M for mature? Game. You shoot people in the face. That does not matter. So you, then Fortnite. It's also rated M for mature. <laughs> so in, in this situation, I, I'm not sure. We could check this, but I, I think Chris knows what he's talking about when it comes to this stuff. Um, but if it is rated M for mature, then they don't have to worry about the children. It might be rated it, actually, it might be rated teen. It's rated teen. Okay. So yeah. even in that situation, you don't have to worry about the children. Those ch- children all, should not be playing this game. There's no laws against just like a child, a teen game. The only law is immature. Yeah. No, yeah, no, I understand that. But again, this game is rated T for teen. So therefore, no child will ever play this game because yeah. that's... That or Peggy 12. It's rated T, you know? You're a, 12 year old, a 12-year-old can handle racial slurs for sure. Well, I, I think, like, and that's the thing, right? Because like now it's coming down to, like, are they doing this to protect the children? No, they're not, because like they're doing this. I don't know why they're doing this. I, I think their reasoning behind it is a good one, but I do think that this is dumb. Um, so I have, I have a conspiracy theory. Yeah, go ahead. Microsoft's trying to buy Activision Blizzard King, right? Right. And all of these really bad things about everything they're doing is coming out right now when they're trying to buy them. What if they're trying to tank their goodwill? So Xbox is like, see, it's not that bad if we buy them. Look how awful it would mean nothing to you guys if we bought this terrible company. You know what I mean? Just let mm. us buy it. We come on, we're so much better. I, and then for twenty sixty nine. You know what I mean? I, just I don't know if I believe that because like this I company's think, a like, piece of shit. How could you possibly care? But let me just buy it. You know what I mean? I think Activision realizes the position they're in. Like with Diablo Immortal, they're like, we could do whatever we want and we'll still make millions daily. Yeah, and I think they know that. So now they're taking that like we could do whatever we want, and they're bringing it over to, you know, their other franchises like Overwatch. And like, sure, maybe, maybe I'm just being conspiracy theoristy, but like, I'm pretty sure that they're gonna have like, you know, if they're really keeping these logs in a database for up to thirty days, they're probably looking out for keywords and not the keywords like you know, hate speech, slurs, stuff like that. Probably brands. What brands are they talking about the most? So that yeah, they're selling it for sure. Hey, like you know, our players in the last thirty days. Look at how recent they've been talking about this. Look at what they're talking about in the last thirty days. We could we could work on this like so fast. We could sell this information to advertise them because like we know that our people are talking about this like last week. 
Yeah. It's not like a like, and there's usually such a delay with stuff like this too. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, you don't know, deal with Overwatch. Like, you don't know like what your fan base is. You know, by the time you like see the memes and everything that are coming from your fans, like, you know, you, you're already like seven months behind. But with yeah. this one, like, they're like a month behind of what their audience is like actively talking about. Like, that's a lot of raw, powerful information, especially if you got like what. 40,000 people trying to get into this game right now. That's a lot of people that could be given a dollar to like Starbucks. I don't know, man. The other thing so too, I, I think that's where um, they're going with this. The other thing too, that people have noticed with the overwatch, um, like the new overwatch two, if you even want to call it new, cause it's basically mm-hmm. overwatch 1.5. Um, oh, 1.2 really, but yeah, 1.2. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's not even, it's, it's a force downgrade. Yeah. Um, and the other problem too is now with this battle pass system, it actually makes the game more expensive than the original one. And yeah. even even by earning like your your battle pass tokens or whatever the, the hell they're calling it now, uh, it'll take you five years. Uh, oh my God. By f- playing for free to earn everything that that is available for the new character that just yeah. came out now. Or it'll cost you, I think it said, um, 15,000 uh, points, which I, yeah. I'm not sure how much that costs. In to be fair, mind. that is much more uh, you know, comprehensive than Diablo Immortals projected 13 years as a free-to-play player. So you know, they're, yeah. they're getting better at least. But you know, yeah, I, there are but, some but less that's, over Diablo Immortal fingerprints on this that I just, I'm not but really that's, not, that's one character. There's, yeah. I'm not sure that that's cheaper like think about like it was rng before you know like i don't it might not have been cheaper it just might it might have been no and the skins are cost more now too and you even just, you can just you buy could, skins when i played overwatch did they change yeah, that yes you could even at first yeah you could you can buy skins i thought you had to roll for it no you you can roll for skins uh but you can also buy them like if you do not get them in the thing and you can get them not by buying in-game currency you would buy loot boxes that could give you the chance and sometimes it the loot boxes had currency in them oh but gotcha also, so it was either currency or loot boxes gotcha okay. correct yeah. yeah so you could earn currency by uh opening loot boxes and playing games uh that'll give you like for playing like a certain role and stuff like that i but, thought it was all rng loot boxes that's why i was like it could no. be it could be cheaper, but it could be more expensive. But that's yeah, okay, fair. So it was like when a when a legendary skin like just comes out, you can buy it right from the get go instead of trying to roll from it using event loot boxes for three thousand, and then after a year when the event rolls back around, it's about one thousand. So to to kind of bring this back, we did say like so Blizzard has officially responded to this uh this particular outcry when it comes to uh requiring a phone number. Uh we designed over one of their community managers uh, posted on the uh on their forums. We designed Overwatch 2 to be a live service which enables us to be responsive to a variety of player feedback. We have made the decision to remove phone number requirements for a majority of existing Overwatch players. Any Overwatch player with a connected Battle.net account, which includes all players who have played since June 9th, 2021, will not have to provide a phone number to play. We're working to make this change and expect it to go live on Friday, October 7th, 
We will update players once it is in effect. So basically, if you have an old Battle.net account of at least June 9th, 2021, you don't have to connect a phone number, but everyone after that, it looks like you're going to have to. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I guess it's kind of, it's a half measure to keep existing players happy. Well, some existing players and then everyone else, you you know, you're signing on the dotted line. So you don't really have a choice. Yeah. So that's fun. Anyway, so that's, that's the current state of Overwatch 2. Uh, I'm sure we'll probably be talking about it again, talking about it again at some point. And I, I look forward to uh, continuing to see how this game crashes and burns. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Speaking of crashing and burning, let's talk about PlayStation Stars. <laughs> Boom Stinger. So the PlayStation loyalty program officially launched uh, earlier this week. I have signed up. Here are the positives, right? You have, it's opt-in. If you don't want to deal with it, you don't have to deal with it. I like that a lot. Here are the negatives. Uh, literally everything about it. So the way it works is... <laughs> The way it works is that there are campaigns that are active for a certain amount of, of times, usually a couple of weeks at a time, some for a month. And the whole idea behind the campaign is that you complete certain challenges, thus giving you rewards. These rewards range from digital collectibles. Your boy has a, a T-Rex, not NFC, but, or not NFT, but kind of NFT T-Rex on my virtual display cabinet right now because I played a game during the month of October. That's right. Your boy's rolling in that Gucci drip. The Congrats. issue is, is that some of these campaigns are like genuinely ridiculous. So I have, I have the app pulled up. By the way, there, there, there's no connection of the PlayStation Stars program to like PS4 or 5. It's all through the mobile app, I think. Which is dumb as shit. So there's currently four campaigns active. One of them is the October check-in. These check-in campaigns will be happening every month. And it's basically just play a game. And then you get your little reward for the month, right? Another campaign, this one's going on for 25 days. This is the Novelty Toy Fight Trophy, and this is for the World Warriors Challenge. The description is, pick a fight to honor 30 years of Hadoukens. <laughs> Here's how you complete this challenge. You need to play Street Fighter V, Ultimate uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 3, Mortal Kombat 11, and Tekken 7. Now, all four of these games are available if you are a PlayStation Plus premium subscriber, so they are free, but you need to download them and launch them all. You need to download and launch four games in order to complete this challenge, Yikes. which is ridiculous. See, I, I'm There's... looking at it. Are you sure it's all four or if it's not just one of the four? Now, see, I didn't know that at first. I, I, I was doing the Sony, the, the Hit Play 1994 campaign. Okay. Launch a game matching a C-1994 song. And one of them is More Human Than Human, which is Detroit Become Human. Okay. So I had that one. I already downloaded that game. I had the Platinum for it, by the way, because your boy is a baller. I re-downloaded <laughs> it. I launched it. And I was like, okay, that, that'll check that out. But I'm 16% of the way done. Ah. Because I need to find the one for Circle of Life, which I think is Returnal. Uh, Baby, I Love Your Way, which I don't know what it is. Mr. Jones, uh, Wild Knight, and Streets of Philadelphia which is one, two, three, four, five, six games in total that I need to download and launch in order to register this. Once I figure what, out what, what do you get are. for it? Uh, in, in this specific case, you get a digital collectible of a boombox and portable cassette recorder from Sony's 1982 launch. 
You literally I get. Just, I, I mean, I'm sure you guys hear, but you get that little figure. I just. Okay, uh-huh. I have a question. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You have Xbox. Yeah, don't get me wrong. We all I call me an Xbox. Xbox. Yeah, oh okay, man, ha ha ha! He loves Xbox, fanboy, whatever. Right. Xbox has this system. It's called Game Pass points. Yeah. Okay. And they give you there's daily achievements, which is literally just play a game on Game Pass. Yeah. You get like 50 points just for starting a game on Game Pass, and then they give you weekly challenges, which is usually like play three different games on Game Pass or get three achievements in a Game Pass game. And, or like play this game for just play this game there's usually three of those three of those and each of those games are always game pass games and they're actually always available on game pass yeah. ultimate streaming which is mm-hmm. like, i don't have to download the game i can just launch it in game pass ultimate streaming which is disgusting but i understand the point you're trying to make yeah my point is i can just get it i can get the points without even fucking worrying about it well there is a way to get 50 and- reward points right now on the playstation stars program um buy one of these select games from the playstation store it has to be the the digital copy NBA 2K23 Saints Row 5 uh the TMNT collection The Last of Us Part 1 Inscription or Madden NFL 23 that's right I think all these games are 50 plus dollars except for Inscription which is a $20 game and you get 50 points mm-hmm. so and to put that into uh, let's put that into perspective right that's a lot you you could buy you could buy a digital collectible. They have two Ape Escape monkeys right now, the Pink Monkey Diorama and the Pronto Diorama for 200 points. You could also ex- exchange points for uh, full games. So Cult yeah. of the Lamb is there for 6,250 points. It takes two for 10,000 points. Uh, Shakira Shadow dies twice. <laughs> 50,000 points. 17,500 points for the quarry and Hades, another 6,250 game, uh, 2,050 points. So, you know, you also get points of your PlayStation Plus member and you just buy games, but like, you need a Barely. lot of points. And it's, it's, a, it's I don't know, man. Lot. The amount of stuff you need to do to get these little digital collectibles that you can display on your display case, it's it just. I don't know, man. It seems so, like a lot more effort than what it is. So let me let me just finish explaining how why Xbox is way better at this. So, yeah, so, go ahead. So you get these challenges, right? And then you have like monthly challenges, which are like just stacking up weekly and daily challenges, and it gets you even more points, like a thousand points, two thousand points. When you get forty five hundred points or five thousand points, you get five dollar gift card on Xbox Store. So you can yeah. they give you money. You can also take those points and put like raffles into winning like an Xbox or a laptop or a mini fridge or whatever like it counts mm. for pulls you also can get points by just using bing so if you use bing it's signed into microsoft account on bing it gives you points that's unfortunate so first of all i'd like to point out that this is clearly just a way to get microsoft to say people use their products yeah that nobody course. is using and it makes them look better on on stock market investors yeah which i'm totally fine with i don't give a fuck <laughs> so yeah. i'll shill for that right I know people that have gotten the laptops and have gotten the Xboxes because, first of all, very few people go into those raffles because they think there's no point. And B, it's like super easy to get points as long as you just play Xbox games. Like, just play the games or buy games because you get points for buying games too. So it's just like, it's the the blueprint is there. So I just don't understand why Sony's like, here, you can get a not NFT NFT. Yeah. Yeah. Microsoft has a lot more money and I think they can afford to do all those extra giveaways, whereas Sony probably can't. I I don't think that's true at all. I I mean Sony is a lot more than just gaming, right? They they kind of they own Spider Man. 
right? Yeah. So I mean, that by itself, I mean, that one they haven't been doing much, but you know, they you know they got into the Spider Verse and across the Spider Verse coming out, right? Mm-hmm. That movie did very well. Um, but yeah, no, I like I agree with Stephen on what you're saying. Like the the blueprints are there, and I think like if this was more along the lines of like play a game or like you know complete challenges in the game, but all of these campaigns so far like download and launch these games that are all 50 plus gigs. So like, have fun, you bitch, right? Like, it's just, you have to go, you're going so far out of your way to complete these, these campaigns. And then at the end of the day, you're either getting like a a small amount of points that even like, if you want to, you know, cash out in for anything valuable, you need like 6,000 of the son of a bitches, or you're getting like a monkey statue. You know, and it's like, I mean, like, yeah, I, I get it, but I don't know. I, f- I feel like they're onto something. I think like this could be something that a lot of people could get into, especially like, you know, the, the completionists and the trophy hunters. But it's just it's so much work for nothing right now. So um, hopefully they'll should, continue to revive it and, you know, actually make it a good loyalty program. They should tie it to trophies, like get five platinums this month and like you get like 30,000. You know what I mean? Like to be dope. Well, it is. It is tied to trophies. I, I don't really know how it works. So I think the way it works is that there is like a whole level system attached to this. You start at level one, you could get up to level four. But I think like games that you buy after signing up for PlayStation Stars, so all of your previous trophies don't count towards this. You buy games and you complete trophies in that game and that goes towards, um, you know, your leveling system in PlayStation Stars. So earning trophies does matter, but you need to buy digital games in order for it to count, right? So physical games, I don't think count, but I think maybe so you get they fucked will. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's one of those, man. As a physical boy, we're used to getting we're used to getting fucked. You know? Yeah. Anyway, so that's PlayStation Stars. Um, that's about it. You know, I think it has potential, but I think they really need to find a way of streamlining it. And honestly, they need to add it to the console themselves because i don't care about it if it's just an app yeah um that that that'll be the big thing right so if the whole point is to show off your your monkey statues then show it off in a place that matters the ps5 but anyway okay well that's it and that's it that's it for news boys do you guys have anything you want to bring up and talk about did i miss anything i feel i don't know if i missed anything We're getting a slew of remake coming to the PlayStation allegedly. Oh, dude, it's mm-hmm. disgusting. Like everything's being remade for the PS. I got PS Five right now. Well, even they're even talking about bringing the Dead Space remake to the PS Five as well, which is which is nice. But yeah. you know, we got a Dead Space remake. We have uh, Sony talking about making another collab with From Software, so maybe we'll see like a Bloodborne uh, port or a sequel. Yeah. Who knows? Um, we've got a sequel coming to horizon zero dawn um, but the the nice thing is that I mean, they're that, that's they're allegedly. including that hasn't been confirmed yet they're they are allegedly including a multiplayer mode so they, at least they're putting something new wow. into the game you're not just See, i i heard that the multiplayer mode was its own standalone i don't game. i heard that it was it was part of the remaster okay yeah i think I, it might see, be a like, free-to-play because they do that free-to-play stuff now yeah, we also have the Call of the Mountain or whatever it's called coming for the PSVR two in the, yeah. in the you know in the Horizon expanded universe at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, it's weird too because like I'm at the point where like if you were to tell me like hey we're we are remaking this game from the PS three I'm like that sounds totally fair to me. 
you know that was long ago enough the ps4 stuck around for like eight years it's time to remake some of the the top tier bangers but then when you're like hey where are we making the last of us i'm like didn't you uh didn't you already do that you did you did that <laughs> you did that i want i want a heavenly sword remake give me that shit mm. yeah heavenly sword is is due for a remake right that. It, it just if you know the I just don't like the idea of being like we're remaking Horizon Zero Dawn. I'm like, first of all, that game looks great, and also it, like you can does, play it. It doesn't need a remake. <laughs> you can just play it on yeah. the PlayStation Five. <laughs> yeah, like it's I don't know, man. But there Stuff needs like to be that. a rule where it's like minimum game need needed to have come out at least ten years ago or more. Maybe yeah. Splatoon. Just... Splatoon's been around for seven goddamn years. We're we're just getting to the third one. You know, yeah, where's like, uh, where's the Jack and Daxter uh, remake? Oh, no, the, they, they can't do that. They're too busy remaking another where's, Uncharted. Where's the <laughs> Where's the Sly Cooper remake? They need to oh. stop doing remakes and do um, like HD upreses like Xbox does. Uh, hear me out. Maybe they should stop doing remakes and just make new games. Yeah, I like that. Ridiculous. It'll be ridiculous. Yeah. It's okay, you know. Right. Yeah, Sly Cooper just recently celebrated their 20th anniversary. You know what Sly Cooper fans got for the 20th anniversary of the franchise? A Facebook post. They got a nice little tweet with a nice little drawing and like a thank you. And honestly, dude, this is this bothers me. Okay? Not everything needs to be celebrated. You're celebrating the 20th anniversary of a franchise that's been dead for 12 years. Like, come <laughs> on. Like, really, like, who cares? It doesn't need to be talked about. You know, just let it die. It's fine. I'm not trying to upset all the furries that love Sly Cooper. But at the same time, unless they're just trying to gauge uh, the reaction to it to see if it's worth to bring it back. Every once in a while, I feel like they try, right? They tried with that movie that like just fell off the face of the earth a while back. Everyone wants another Sly Cooper game. They talk about it. They don't actually want it, but they talk about wanting it. So they don't need to gauge any kind of reaction. No, because uh, all the people that now talk about wanting a Sly Cooper game were children when the when the franchise was in its prime. And remember those games as being good because, yeah. like, their brain wasn't perverted yet by the realities of the world. <laughs> so they associate goodness with those games, but really, they're just bad games about a fox raccoon boy. Watch your mouth. Slug Cooper is a great game. Okay, see, exactly. Stefano, you, you're falling into the classic blunder. <laughs> you fucking like good into my trap card. Yeah, you've activated my trap card. It's pot of greed, bitch. I get to draw two. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good reference. Well done. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. I, you know, I, you know, I study anime. Anyway, I, I don't know, man. I, are there games that I would play on the PS5? Yeah, pretty much any of them. Am I part of the problem? Absolutely. Hundred percent. Yeah. Anyway, let's play what's that game. Hey, if you're new to the show, this is the part of the video, the part of the video, the part of the podcast where one of us describes a video game poorly and the rest of us are tasked with identifying the identity of the unidentified game. Last week, you stumped us again. You, you dumb. Yeah, that's right. None of you expected the Philips CDI you Zelda's adventure. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy to say that this week, gentlemen, I feel like I, I, I didn't step it up. If anything, I, I toned it back a little bit. Okay. All right. So, your video game described poorly for this episode of the Let's Get Gaming podcast is Hack and Slash on the go. Hmm. All right. You have a total of 10 yes or no questions. And remember, you can give your first guess after five questions have been asked. You are free to ask your questions now. 
Is this a console exclusive? This particular video game is a console exclusive. Is this game on a um, remote console or handheld console? This this game is on a handheld console. Okay. Is this game a Nintendo property? This game is not a Nintendo property. Is this game based off an existing IP? This game is based off of an existing IP. <clears throat> Was this is this game older than 10 years? This game Hold on, I'm bad at math. 2012 <laughs> or earlier. <laughs> this this game is older than 10 years. Okay. Sorry, I, this you said this game is part of a series, correct? Yes. This game is part of a series, yes. And that was your fifth question, so you are free to make a guess now as to what this game is. Um, I have a guess. Okay. Me too. Is this dot hack sign? Ooh. Uh, I think it's Link is the PSP one. Oh, wow. Okay. Chris, that is not it. Oh, <laughs> damn. I like where you're going with it, though. I'll Thank take you. a uh, stab at this. All right, go ahead, Pasquale. What's your guess? What did you Google? Shut up. Is this God of War Chains of Olympus? This is God of War Chains yeah, of Olympus. That was, that was my next guess. Yeah. There you go. Congratulations, right. Pasquale. Google has, in fact, <laughs> provided you with the right answer. I know he didn't have a PSP, so Olympus. there's no way he knew that. What? He, he didn't have a PSP, so there's no way he knew I that. I had a PSP. Liar. I, I swear it's somewhere. I'll have to find it. But it's Did you play there. God of War Chains of Olympus, the banger from have. 2008? I might have. I don't remember. Yeah, developed by Ready at Dawn and Santa Monica Studio and published for Sony Computer Entertainment. Oh, shit. First released on the PlayStation Portable handheld console on March 4th, 2008. Yeah. I, uh, I uh, was going to go for the God of War RP, and then I was like, you know, you've thrown us some curveballs, so I thought I'd try and go a little bit outside the box, but I overshot. That was, that was my tactic. Throw <laughs> curveballs and then throw, like, the limpest noodly dick toss in mm. the history of the game. Mm-hmm. And then just hope all of you think I'm meta gaming so hard that you like ignore the obvious choice. See, but that's yeah, I thought, I I thought you were gonna go literal <laughs> pack a slash. I was gonna guess crisis core. I know that's I'm in all of your heads. Yeah, mm. except, I could say, except like, for Squally because he's Squally's Google uh, <laughs> skills. So I could literally say this game is Pokemon Yellow, and you guys would be like, "Fuck, is it Shimogami uh, <laughs> Tensei 4? <laughs> Yeah, but hey, there we go. So that that wraps it up for what's that game? Pasquale coming in like right at the 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 opening. So congratulations, Pasquale! You get to be the host for next week's what's that game? Have a you know have a good one, ready? You know, try to put up a good show. I'll try. I'll try. I mean, you know, don't try. Just do it. I'll do my best. You should not. (laughs) Not what I'm asking. Okay, I'll do your best. That's that's what. Okay, (laughs) now we're talking. All right, hey. If you like this episode of the Let's Get Gaming podcast, you can leave us a review on Apple iTunes or anywhere that podcasts are allowed to be legally reviewed by the court of public opinion. You can also listen to this podcast anywhere video game podcasts can be listened to. We're available on Anchor FM. Thank you for sponsorship. Apple iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, Google Music, all the good stuff. And hey, I've been your host, Patrick Dennehy. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of Let's Get Gaming Podcast, but I was not alone. No, no, no. Join with me this episode. It's Chris Mompetit. Like us on Facebook and stuff. And, yeah. You know. Yeah. Like us on Facebook and stuff. Squally Galuto. I'll do my best. He does his best. I does my Stefano best. Fontana. I'm dying. Someone help keep my stick on the ice. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, well, Someone hey. Someone get well, the duct that, tape. Yeah. Stefan, are you good? You gonna be uh, you gonna be okay? All right. Well, I won't see you next week. Good, good to know. All right. Well, the Stefano has died. We'll see you next week. Bye. Okay. Bye. bye.